talk some Maple Leafs. Terry Koshan from the Toronto Sun. Terry, how's it going, man? Good, Andy. You? I'm doing well. And Terry, over the last couple of weeks, we've been throwing out different scenarios, different topics for, for Leaf fans, and, and just seeing, okay, to get, get ready for the season. So let's start with this one. It's an oldie but a goodie, the All captaincy right. talk, okay? Right. We put right. out yesterday, Matthews, Tavares, Morgan Riley, or just assistant captain, uh, captains. Matthews won it, but second, uh, almost tied for second, was just going with assistants. Where do you think this is going to go for this year? Well, I don't know. I, I, I would imagine to stick with the alternates, uh, the Leafs will. Um, just Just the the things that, that, that Dubas had said about it earlier in the summer, I guess, when, when Tavares was signed. And, and uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how necessary something like that is right now for this team at this point. Uh, I guess it's a good thing, Andy, if, 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 you know, Leaf Nation is getting caught up in who should be the captain because, quite frankly, it's not a huge, it's not a problematic issue. It's not going to cause anything in the dressing room. You're not looking at things, the big Leaf stories right now aren't, you know, where do you plug holes and this sort of thing. Most of the things are taken care of. Um, so the captaincy issue, I, I understand that it that generates conversation and all that, but I just don't think it's a big deal. Where it goes from here, we don't know. I still believe that, you know, once number 34 gets his name on a long-term contract, um, he will be the guy. Uh, but certainly the supporting cast is excellent. Uh, Tavares, you can't go wrong with him, of course. Uh, Morgan Riley, same thing, up-and-comer. You can't forget what a guy like... Patrick Marlowe is going to bring to the room again. So, sure. you know what? It, it's it's an interesting storyline for right now. But I think I'm like everyone else. I'm looking forward to September 13th when uh, camp starts and we can get into the nitty-gritty of, uh, of uh, what's really important with this club. Exactly. And Terry, I like you brought that up. Look at the things, as Leaf fans, we get to worry about now. We get yeah. to worry about who's going to be the captain, who's going to be the backup goalie, not... Uh, who's going to be our first line center, and are exactly. we going to be terrible? Like, no, this is this is great. We get to have this conversation, and really, Terry, the shift has now gone from, oh, let's make the playoffs to it's cool we're in the playoffs to let's get to the cup final. Like this whole conversation, yeah. this is a massive year. Yeah, it is. It is, and and uh, you know, I don't know if anybody will say it. We'll, we'll say Stanley Cup or bust. Somebody might when camp opens because I know that. The players will be asked as much, but uh, that's going to be the mindset going in, uh, whether they're talking about it publicly or not. Uh, that's all there is to it. They have, you know, the pieces in place. You would think, uh, do you still want to see an improvement on the blue line? Perhaps is there more uh, grit that you would like to see in the lineup? Maybe, uh, but uh, you know, they have the guy in net. They've got Babcock behind the bench. Most importantly, we're seeing it. They've got those players now um, who have this type of experience and. And you see them coming. I mean, you know, as recently as a year ago, we're talking, okay, what's, where's Austin Matthews going to lead this team? Now you can legitimately say, where are Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner going to lead this mm-hmm. team? And oh, yeah, let's not forget, they've also signed number 91. So it's such a, it's such a jump from where we were at this point 12 months ago to where we are now. And, you know, you know, you look around and you talk about the tables turning. I mean, it's a mess in Ottawa. Uh, we're seeing now today that, well, not seeing, but more discomfort, if you will, involving uh, Mark Bergevin and, and Max Pacioretty in Montreal and, and the contract, uh, uh, you know, situation there for, for, for Pacioretty. So uh, the Leafs are definitely on, on, the, on the other side of all that now. They're going to be for a very long time. Um, no, it doesn't mean that you know there won't be a few challenges for Mike Babcock. Just really making sure all these great these great puzzle pieces fit uh, once camp uh, opens uh, 
in a few weeks now. Geez, it's hard to believe it's yeah. only a couple of weeks away. But no, you're right. The, the bottom line is these are minor things, and I guess it's 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 good to have something to talk about the Leafs at the end of August. We always will. Uh, but you're, it's nothing like it's been in the past, and it's not going to be for a very long time. Yeah, it's more positive. It's how good can this team be? And, yeah. Terry, you mentioned, hey, maybe Stanley Cup were bust. The issue being, though, we look at the Atlantic and those teams underneath, like uh, and, and just the whole Eastern Conference. You know, Florida's not scaring anybody. Carolina, Detroit. But then you got Tampa Bay at the top, and, man, they're coming off a 113-point season. They got yeah. better. The Bruins might be a candidate to maybe step back a little bit, but that, that Atlantic division specifically is real top-heavy. Where do you think the Maple Leafs stack up you know, on paper right now against the Tampa Bay? Well, that's you would think that the, the, the Leafs or the Lightning will be in the battle for number one yeah. in the division for much of the season. And, uh, you know, perhaps not all of it if one of those two teams happens to pull away. Uh, but the Leafs have to be considered, you know, a 1A, 1B contender, if not the contender to come out of the Atlantic. I mean, when you had a, a, a player of Tavares' um, uh, skill and talent and everything he's going to bring to the room, you know, we haven't really touched on it. This is the depth that it brings to center, of course. Uh, you know, it's they talk about goaltending and centers being, you know, what is so imperative going forward. And the Leafs have three studs in the middle, which not not many teams can uh, can boast as much. So you would think that that's going to be the way that it, it happens. Uh, you know, in, unforeseen injuries at this point will play a role for some of these teams. We know that as well. Um, and in the conference as a whole, you know, the Washington Capitals uh, don't plan on going anywhere. Uh, Pittsburgh's still going to be a force. And listen, I mean, we talk about other teams, you know, Florida is missing the playoffs by a point last year. But I think the Buffalo Sabres, I don't know whether they're going to come all the way from the bottom of the pack to make the playoffs. But I think with all the improvements they made uh, just down the QEW, um, they're, they're going to be a team, if not this season, then then coming up that's going to have to be reckoned with within, uh, within the conference and, of course, the division. So, the Leafs are going to have teams nipping at their heels. The one, the one, you know, the the, the mental part of all this, if you will, Andy, that will now help take this to the next level is not being that team chasing teams anymore, and and just you know, you're not even in the playoffs. You win a round, or you, sorry, you last a round, and you go home and regroup. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to be disappointed, of course, if that happens again. There will there will be you know, seen only as failure if that happens again. Um, but they're going to be one of the teams being chased now, not being the chasers. And I think it's going to be fascinating to see it all unfold starting this season. Yeah, the hunted instead of the hunters. It's a, it's right. a different yeah, mindset. Way to put it. It's yeah. a different mindset. You got to get, and that's what we're going to see out of this Leafs team. In conversation yeah. with Terry Koshan from the Toronto Sun on Twitter at Coach Toronto Sun. Terry, one of the other um, storylines here, and, and again, great storyline to have. We're worrying about the backup goaltender, and yeah. and to me. When you look at Freddie Anderson kind of fading a little bit, maybe overworked, I, the, the scenario I want, Garrett Sparks in, takes on more of a workload. You have Freddie as the starter, but you got kind of that 1A behind him in Sparks because I worry if you send Sparks back, dude's won the AHL goaltender of the year, won the Calder Cup. What else is he going to do? Like, you got to get him up there and more of a workload to ease off of Freddie. Where do you come out on the backup goalie? Yeah, I, 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 I don't disagree with that scenario. Um, there's nothing left for Sparks to do in the minors. That's yeah. obvious. Uh, absolutely nothing. And we talk about, you know, we just finished speaking about the mental strength that this team is going to have to have going forward. Well, no matter what Sparks has done, it's gonna it's gonna be a huge knock to his. You would think is if he's not part of this team, you know, coming out of camp and for that first uh, regular season game on the on I guess uh, October third, um, 
he's ready. You'd think from what we've seen, he's ready to at least make that make that adjustment to being a backup in the National Hockey League. We know that Frederick Anderson isn't going anywhere. We also know that Ernst McLean has no designs on just saying, okay, here, kid, take the job. Um, you know, for the times that he was in last year, I think he surprised a lot of people when he did with what he was able to do. But the fact of the matter is, you know, you have to also, I guess, project a few years down the road and where are you going to be at that backup goaltending spot and, and, uh, know that, you know, you're not necessarily going to have, Mac, well, you won't have Macaroni after the season. And so, Sparks, uh, you know, I think he's got to be part of this. Uh, you know, people say, oh, well, uh, good, good um, uh, trade bait. If it doesn't work, well, yes, but I think you also need to con- consider the future here as well and, and, and give him that opportunity to prove that he can do this. And, and, um, it's going to take more than just what we see in the preseason, I think. You're going to have to give him a nod a few times in the early and regular season to see whether he's capable. And I'll, I'll leave you with this, Terry. My, I kind of picture with how deep the Leafs are right down the middle. We got the center depth. What have we been talking about for years? Depth yeah. at center. You got Matthews. You got Tavares. You got Kadri. You got Freddie Anderson. And maybe Sparks, real strong goaltending. And then the defense is still a question mark. But I look at the last time the Penguins won the Cup, Terry, That's that was pretty much what they did. They controlled the play. They controlled the offense so much with all that talent that as long as the goaltending is solid, you can give a little bit on defense. Because ultimately, in a salary cap world, you're probably not going to be able to get the complete team. Well, you had the. You're right. You had the Penguins year before, two couple of years ago. Yeah, Vegas Golden Knights make it to the Cup final. <laughs> you find a bona fide stud on their blue line. Maybe? Great point. No. Great point. Yeah, you can't. So it, it, maybe we're seeing a, um, you know, whether it's a, a shift to this type of thinking or, or we don't know because it's only it's a, it's an awfully small uh, sample size. But um, you know, I, I'm curious to see what happens with the blue line this year. I think I think the question mark, and I don't mean it in a negative way, but more from a contract status, is Jake Gardner. Right. And what becomes of him? Uh, you know, it's scheduled for to be a UFA a year from now. Really, she's just ten months from now. And uh, what becomes of him over the season? Do the Leafs uh, move him to uh, to improve? Uh, is there you know who knows? There are a lot of good, different scenarios that are going to involve uh, Jake Gardner because you would think that if you're going to eventually pay you know the three three kids up front, how do you then afford uh, a bump and pay for Gardner when you're paying? Nikita Zaitsev uh, for the next five, six seasons. Morgan Riley at $5 million for the next four. So we'll have to see. But uh, the status quo right now, um, it's not going to bowl a ton of people over. Uh, but do you necessarily need that, like you say, like we've seen to, to become that team? I still think you'd rather take the chance and say, okay, we do need to improve and not just be status quo. And I think that's going to be one of the... Um, one of the interesting uh, tests for uh, Kyle Dubas here, um, really, as the season gets going, because you know by then you're you're going to be looking to improve by trade, I would think, and uh, you know it, it uh, might be incumbent upon him to do that. But I just think watching what happens with Jake Gardner is going to be very intriguing, because uh, I think what happens with him is going to uh, you know kind of give us an idea of where this blue line group is going to be a year from now. And as you said, Terry, it's going to it's coming up quick, September thirteenth, yeah. Leafs training camp, and then we get to nitpick this whole season down all year long. Going to be a lot of fun, man. Thank you. Okay, thanks for having me. All right. Terry Koshan, Toronto Sun, on Twitter, at Kosh Toronto 